Lesson four, Amelia Earhart, America's pioneering female pilot. Amelia Earhart, one of the world's earliest female pilots, was a trailblazer. Her legacy endures in the American consciousness today as a symbol of perseverance and bravery. Her aviation records were numerous. However, she is most famous for being the first woman to fly across the Atlantic as a co-pilot in 1928. She then flew solo across the Atlantic again in 1932, once again the first woman to do so. She had strong convictions that men and women were equal in jobs requiring intelligence, coordination, speed, coolness, and willpower. Amelia was born in Kansas in 1897. She was a tomboy and seemed to have an innate spirit of adventure, enjoying outdoor activities such as climbing trees, collecting insects, and sledding. When she was eight years old, she cobbled together a ramp on the roof of a shed, then sledded off it into the air. Her flight and subsequent crash landing resulted in bumps and bruises, but she was exhilarated with the sensation of flying. Amelia had enrolled as a pre-med student at Columbia University, but a year later, a 10-minute plane ride at a Long Beach air show kindled her love for aviation. She emerged from the plane with an unwavering determination to learn how to fly. Amelia went through a string of jobs, including schoolteacher, social worker, and photographer, in order to scrape together $1,000 for flying lessons. She cropped her hair short and wore leather jackets as she emulated pilots she respected. After six months, Amelia purchased a bright yellow, second-hand biplane. This plane, nicknamed the Canary, was the vehicle for Amelia's first world record. In October 1922, she flew it to an altitude of 14,000 feet, the highest ever for a female pilot at the time. In April 1928, Amelia received an unexpected phone call from the organizers of the first transatlantic flight. They invited her to participate, thinking that having a woman on board would generate positive public interest. Naturally, she accepted the offer, but she was actually not allowed to fly, as it was deemed too dangerous for a woman to do so. This was a huge disappointment to Amelia, who later confided that she felt like she was just baggage, like a sack of potatoes. Nevertheless, being on that flight opened up many doors for Amelia, and she received a rousing welcome upon her return to the United States. Dubbed Lady Lindy, she quickly became a spokeswoman for aviation. A publicist named George Putnam molded Amelia's public image, and they worked closely during Amelia's appearances and promotions. One thing led to another, and the pair got married in 1931. Intent on retaining her independence, Amelia referred to the marriage as a partnership with dual control, and made a point of keeping her own last name. Amelia went on to set many altitude, speed, and distance records, as well as being a key figure in forming the 99s, a now-iconic women's aviation club. She also had a hand in promoting clothing and fashion that encouraged women to live a more active lifestyle. Amelia befriended First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt, who shared her passion for women's causes. In 1937, Amelia set off on what was to become her final flight. She was attempting to circumnavigate the globe at the equator, together with navigator Fred Noonan. With 22,000 miles down and 7,000 to go, one of the last legs of the journey was from New Guinea to Howland Island, a small sliver of land in the Pacific Ocean. The weather was overcast that day, and a ship from the U.S. Coast Guard was in the vicinity to help Amelia's plane navigate.
However, they were unable to establish two-way contact because the frequency of the ship's radio system and the airplane's radio system were mismatched. Without a bearing to follow, Amelia was unable to locate Howland Island, and one of her last transmissions stated that her fuel was running low. Despite a massive search, no evidence of Amelia or her plane was found, leading to incessant speculation about her fate. Quite recently, a piece of wreckage recovered from a nearby uninhabited island has been identified as a potential piece of the plane. It is possible that Amelia and her navigator managed to land there, but eventually died on the island after their distress calls went unanswered. Amelia Earhart's lifelong dedication to prove that women can excel in their chosen professions is a great inspiration. Amelia was aware of the hazards in her mission, but she chose to face them head-on. As she put it, never interrupt someone doing what you said couldn't be done. Now let's learn the vocabulary from this article. The introduction describes Amelia Earhart as a trailblazer. A trailblazer is someone who is one of the first people to do something, thus opening the path for others to follow. Her legacy continues to this day. Her legacy is the effect she had on society. Amelia Earhart flew solo across the Atlantic several times. Solo means alone. Amelia said that men and women were equal in jobs requiring intelligence, coordination, speed, coolness, and willpower. Coolness, in this context, means the ability to stay calm and act rationally. When Amelia was a child, she was a tomboy. A tomboy is a girl who enjoys stereotypically masculine activities. She seemed to have an innate spirit of adventure. Innate means natural. She was born with it. When she was eight years old, she cobbled together a ramp. Cobbled together means put together quickly from whatever resources are available. So she cobbled together a ramp on the roof of a shed. A shed is a small house, often used for storing tools and supplies. She then flew off this ramp on a sled, resulting in a subsequent crash landing. The word subsequent refers to what happened afterwards. She had some bumps and bruises. Bumps and bruises are minor injuries without any cuts. This experience made her feel exhilarated. Exhilarated means happy and energetic. Amelia had enrolled as a pre-med student. Pre-med means she was studying to be a doctor. But then she took a short plane ride that kindled her love for aviation. Kindled in this context means began or caused to come alive. She emerged from the plane with an unwavering determination to learn how to fly. The verb emerged means came out, and unwavering means strong, certain, not confused or changing her mind. Amelia then went through a string of jobs. A string of jobs means a series of jobs. In order to scrape together money for flying lessons. Scrape together means to try very hard and with difficulty to save an amount of money. She cropped her hair short. Cropped, in this context, means cut. Eventually, she was able to buy a second-hand plane. Second-hand means used, not new. 
she flew this plane to an altitude of 14,000 feet. Altitude means height. The word altitude is often used when flying or climbing mountains. Amelia was invited to be a passenger on the first transatlantic flight. The organizers thought having a woman on board would generate positive public interest. On board refers to being on a plane, ship, or train. Unfortunately, Amelia was not allowed to actually fly the plane. It was deemed too dangerous for a woman to do so. It was deemed means it was considered or decided. Amelia later confided that this experience was disappointing. Confided means told in secret to someone trusted. But being on that flight opened up many doors for Amelia. Opened up many doors means caused many opportunities to become available. When she returned to the United States, she received a rousing welcome. Rousing means lively, causing emotions of excitement. She was dubbed Lady Lindy. Dubbed means she was given a name. And she became a spokeswoman for aviation. A spokeswoman is a woman who represents and speaks for an organization or cause. A publicist named George Putnam molded Amelia's public image. Molded means guided the development of. Amelia eventually married this man, but she was intent on retaining her independence. Intent on retaining means she was determined to keep her independence. Amelia participated in founding a women's aviation club that is now iconic. Something that is iconic means it is a classic example. She also had a hand in promoting clothing and fashion that encouraged women to live a more active lifestyle. Saying she had a hand in it means she was involved in it. Amelia befriended First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt. The First Lady is the wife of the U.S. President. And saying Amelia befriended her means that Amelia became a friend of her. In 1937, Amelia set off on her final flight. The phrasal verb set off means to leave on a journey. The article says, with 22,000 miles down and 7,000 to go. This phrasing, down and to go, means that they had completed 22,000 miles and still needed to finish 7,000 miles more. They were trying to make a stop on Howland Island, a small sliver of land in the Pacific Ocean. A sliver is a very thin piece. The weather was overcast that day. Overcast means the sky was covered with clouds. And there was a ship in the vicinity to help Amelia's plane navigate. In the vicinity means in the nearby area. However, there were communication problems because the frequencies of their radio systems were mismatched. Mismatched means they were not the same. So Amelia didn't have a bearing to follow. The word bearing means direction. This word is used in navigation. Amelia and her airplane disappeared, and there was a massive search. Massive means very large or extensive. To discover her fate. Her fate is the final result of her life path. Recently, a piece of wreckage was found. Wreckage refers to pieces of something that was destroyed. This piece of wreckage was found on an uninhabited island. Uninhabited means nobody lives there. 
it's possible that they may have crash-landed on this island. The conclusion of the article says that Amelia is inspiring. She was aware of the hazards in her mission. Hazards are dangers. But she chose to face them head-on. Face them head-on means confront them directly and openly. Now it's time to do the exercises in the worksheet so you can test your comprehension and practice the vocabulary you've learned.